It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Garrett Ross. And welcome to Wednesday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as uh, we get you ready for a midweek edition of the program. Ward, how are we this morning? Outstanding. Garrett, how you doing? I'm good. It's uh, it's a lovely day in the neighborhood. Who said that, Garrett? Mr. Rogers. Okay, very good. Didn't know if you if you knew Mr. Rogers. All about Mr. Rogers. Really? More people should be. Have you seen the Tom Hanks movie about Mr. Rogers? I have not yet. I need to see it. You do need to see that. Uh, it's on like Netflix and all that kind of stuff. You need to see that movie. Mm-hmm. It uh, It's a little more in-depth than I thought it would be. I mean, it goes pretty deep uh, into... Uh, in, into the life of Mr. Rogers. So anyway, uh, and I think Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks is probably my favorite actor. Uh, lo- I like Tom Hanks. Definitely a good one. I mean, look how many different kind of roles he can do and has done. Yeah. Like Tom Hanks. I like Denzel Washington. I think Denzel's another multiversal guy. He is. You got a, you got a favorite actor, Ward? Hmm. Oh. No, I like both of those guys. You got a favorite actor? Not a favorite. I I'm trying to get into movies. I've never really been a big movie person. But yeah. Well, I would tell you this. I I'm I'm with you there. I was not a big movie person. I didn't have the patience to to basically sit still and for two hours and watch. But the older I get, heck yeah, I can. I can watch those movies. I can turn on Lonesome Dove and just let it fly. Not like five the hours greatest, long. Oh, it's longer. It's the greatest movie ever made. The Easy. single greatest movie ever made. I just remember the water moskin scene. That's yeah, like, that's not a good deal. That's the only scene I remember. I will fast forward through that right now. <laughs> oh, Sean didn't have a chance, did he? Nope, he was gone. He didn't have a chance. <laughs> the The rainstorm the night before stirred up those snakes, and yeah, he didn't have a chance. That's not a good deal. I wouldn't think so. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was Newt's buddy too. That they were going to travel up to Montana together, and he didn't. He didn't quite make it. Favorite movie of all time, huh? It's mine. Absolutely, it is. I bet I've seen it ten times. What I will do sometimes is I'll watch them in the order they should have been in. Yeah. You know, uh, Lonesome Dove, Return of Lonesome Dove. Oh, there's more of them. Oh, there's several. There's you know, yeah, there's there's several in the sequence. I just knew the. Lonesome though. I didn't know there was more than one. Oh, yeah. Well, one time they have to go. They took cows and, and all that up there. Then they had to come back and get some horses. <laughs> oh, no. You got to have horses to work with your cows. <laughs> hey, I got a poster at my house of the trail that they would have taken <laughs> if they would have went from Texas to Montana. All right. My wife got it and it had it framed. It's, it's, I'm telling you, I'm a lonesome dove guy. I got a buddy of mine. I'm not going to mention Chris Clemens' name. He coaches baseball at Robinson. Not going to mention that. He he he's eat up with it too. Lonesome Dove, man. It just I, right. I, I I like westerns, but that is the the mecca. Uh, it it to me it is. I, I like, love it. I like John Wayne movies. So do I. Absolutely, so do I. My favorite movie of all time is Giant. Is it really? 
Do you is that w- the one that was in Marfa? Shot in Marfa? Part of it, yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, when John Wayne did the Alamo, that was out of his back pocket. Yeah. He wanted to make that movie. The studio did not. So he said, you know what? We're going to make it. And they made it. And what a hit. Mm-hmm. What a hit. So. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, how did we get there? No idea. <laughs> you and Lonesome Dove. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, you know, you just. It's no, you brought up the, the the snakes, which is not a good deal. That's there's ten seconds in that whole movie. That's that the, that's the only ten seconds I remember and I in that hate movie. That I mean, <laughs> I will fast forward through that bad boy. Uh, I am not watching that that scene ever again. It was a bad deal from you know, and it it's just yeah, it's a bad deal. All right, CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, you should read the book. I don't have the patience. It's a Larry McMurtry book, isn't it? Didn't he, isn't he the author of Lonesome Dove? I have no clue. Don't know. Never seen it. Never read it. Really? Are you a reader? Sometimes. If it's, if it's a book that catches me. I like a lot of Dan Jenkins books. See, I'm not a big reader. I, read a, I mean, I'm just not. Now, I love documentaries. You know, which is to me kind of the book <laughs> on film and with with sound. Uh, I love documentaries. Are you uh, audio books? I, I had an audio book come out yesterday, and I almost finished the entire thing. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I'm locked into audio books, and I have a yeah physical. So that's when they read it to you. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that concept. But Audible, it's brilliant. Now, do they do it with a lot of, you know, or is it just straight reading where it'll put you to sleep? Or, I mean, is it, no, they have do different, they have sound they, no, effects? They have, and, well, it just depends. You could, like, a HP Lovecraft will have, like, a an HP Lovecraft book I had. It's like a, a theater, one of those old theater, you know, like the, the old radio, old-timey mm-hmm. radio, War of the Worlds type things. But it just depends. They have different narrators. You got to have the right narrator. Okay, so here's another one from the CNC Collision Center text line. Watch 1838 from Yellowstone. Great series. I have. I have. I didn't like Yellowstone. I, I, and let me just say this to you. I'm not a Yellowstone fan, but this is the prequel to Yellowstone, and this, to me, is more in line with, with a Lonesome Dove type thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Yep. Uh, I like Yellowstone better. Do, you do like Yellowstone? Mm-hmm. See, to me, Yellowstone it, it has no... I, I've got to watch something that has – it doesn't have to be realistic, but it has to have the, op, the opportunity to, you know. Mm-hmm. Th- there's, no, there's no realism there. Come on. that Stop. It, it, you know, the first, the first season was mm, – but after that – because I did watch the first season, hoping that they would turn the corner and no. Just never did. No, no, <laughs> not for me. Now, I know a lot of people that, that love Yellowstone. I'm not one of them. I have. I cannot wait. I want the. I want this 1838 thing to continue on. This is good stuff here. I don't know if it is or not. I, I think they're going to have a second season. Are they? I think. I hope, because it was really good. Now they're fixing to have that spinoff of, of Yellowstone, from the Four Sixes Ranch. Oh yeah. Or the Five Sixes, whatever, whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, they bought that ranch. How about that? You ever seen that ranch? I have not. Oh my! Where's it at? It's up uh, past Wichita Falls on the highway in between Wichita. No, Falls it's and- in Montana. No, it's in the highway. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, it's not. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, now, did you watch the 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 prequel, eighteen thirty eight? Have you seen I've, it? I've seen a couple of episodes, and I you didn't, didn't like it, huh? I didn't stay with it because it, it has a lot of that lonesome dove feel to it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's, I like I like the just the fact that it was a lot of it was filmed in the Footwear stockyards. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, there you go. There's your movie review, and, and you're right. 1838's great stuff. Uh, and thanks to the 737 area code for chiming in on that. CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. I was teaching, uh, before we went on the air ward, I was teaching Garrett how to mm-hmm. how to text and how to mm-hmm. operate the new text toy that we have here. And Yeah. That's what happened. You've got, you've got to be, you got to be technically savvy like me. <laughs> You're laughing. Why? I don't I, understand. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, coming up on the program, we're gonna t- a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh, we'll talk about McLennan baseball. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they uh, they won it yesterday. All the way back to the losers bracket, beat Midland in Midland, who happened to be hosting the tournament, uh, and they are now off to defend their. Their uh, college junior college World Series championship when they head to Grand Junction, Colorado. I texted with uh, Mitch a little bit uh, last night, and I think it was about midnight when he responded. But uh, yeah, so the Highlanders are, are are headed back to Grand Junction. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, Robinson has a new AD. We'll uh, we'll talk about that coming up on the program, and we'll have Lottie Judd on the show. Uh, <laughs> Ward, come on now. You're a believer now, aren't you? Those fighting? No, I'm not. <laughs> They're there. They are, they are not there. They are there. What a great win that was last night. Uh-huh. I mean, that was a knockdown drag out. It was, I think, 1-1, then 3-3. Oh, you just don't want to mess with those Texas Rangers. What a what a great group. Uh, J- Josh Neighbors is going to be here, talk some college athletics with us. Uh, Steven Simcox will talk some TCU sports with us coming up a little later on. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll start talking a little bit about the PGA Championship in Tulsa. Uh, I thought I saw a report, and somebody's got to help me. We'll we'll look this up. But I thought I saw a report where they said the temperatures are going to be hot early in the tournament, but I think a front is coming through, and it may be in the seventies on Saturday and Sunday in Tulsa, Oklahoma, That's in, in mid-May. Are you kidding me already? How great is that? If that happens, that would be phenomenal for those guys uh, because it's going to be toasty uh, yeah. tomorrow and Friday uh, in Tulsa where they're playing the uh, the PGA Championship. Tigers there. Want to get your? We'll get your thoughts on time. I watched some of the. There, there's a program on the on the Golf Channel called Live From, and it's mm-hmm. obviously this one's live from the PGA Championship, and they had a lot of video, as you might suspect, of Tiger practicing. I'm going to tell you, he looked totally different, in my opinion, uh, in Tulsa than he did in, in Augusta, Georgia. Just, you know, what? Like for the better or for the worse? Better. Oh, better. He, he looked, you know, where he, you were wondering sometimes whether Tiger was going to make it around the golf course in Augusta. Uh, he looks, he looks pretty darn strong. Looks pretty darn good. At 46, does, oh, wow. he, does he have a major championship left in him? I wouldn't and count he, him out. If he has one, does he have two? I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I don't either. I don't know if his body will hold up. And that's the question. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, he he looked a lot better, though. Now, that's practice and not competition in a major championship. Right. Uh, can he win again? I don't know. 
it's just so difficult. I, I think it was, it's going to be a few years and really wants the rehab and his body adjusts to life now. He has a, a better possibility, but like when it's something this year, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, can he win? Can he win, you know, the, the in England? Or where are they going to play? Where are they playing the British Open? Is it England or is it going to be Scotland this year? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, you know, and he loves to play there. And the weather's going to be a little more conducive. It's not going to be 99 degrees. Anyway, I, we'll, we'll talk about it. Does, does, does Tiger have another major championship in him? So we got a lot of things going on today. It's a 7-12, 12 after 7. We're glad you're with us. So what did we figure out? We don't like the snake scene in Lonesome Dove. We've come to the conclusion that 1838 is a great sequel or prequel. Uh, we also have come to the conclusion that Lonesome Dove is the greatest movie ever made. We all three agree on that, right? Oh, no. Okay. Mm. <laughs> you're, you're not there either, huh? I'm just for the scene of the snakes. <laughs> He's not gonna let the snake sing go, is he? Just oh, not gonna let it go. Oh, I know. Just not gonna let it go. All right, seven thirteen. We're gonna check the weather forecast, and we'll dive into this, and we'll do it here in just a moment on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since two thousand seven. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see decreasing clouds today with very humid conditions. Again, plenty of sunshine this afternoon. Highs top out at 97 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. We fall to 72 and tomorrow partly cloudy, breezy and hot with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley. Weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't know what to think about it all. I mean, I'm glad that the players get paid. Like, if you try to express anything like, this is out of control, the Twitter mob will come after you. Oh, my gosh, you want to hold down the players. Nobody wants to hold down the players. I don't think NIL was created to turn this into the Wild West. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loans subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rates subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. 
It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 803-1133 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Seven seventeen. this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett, glad to have you with us as uh, we move through a, uh, a Wednesday. Started to say Thursday. We've got Thursday on my mind. Uh, again, congratulations to the uh, McLennan Highlanders, the number three team in the country. They are headed back to the uh, JUCO World Series with a uh, with a win over Midland. They won five to three. And I'm telling you, it got a little sketchy there for a minute. Ward, they built a, they had built a five nothing lead, but then uh, Midland was able to score three runs in the uh, top of the ninth inning. Because I, I I don't know if it was nerves or what, but McLennan made uncharacteristically, I might add, made about three errors in the game. Ended up with four errors, but three of them came in that in that ninth inning. They kept giving extra outs, and it went from five to nothing to five to three. And I'm like, hang and, and tie and run on. And maybe even the go ahead run was on on base. Uh, so it got a little it got a little tight. But uh, Ty Johnson and Hunter Grimes in the bottom of the third inning went back to back. Uh, for home runs, and I think I was paying enough attention to tell you that I think it was back-to-back pitches that oh, wow that that they left the yard. Uh, but I'm not one thousand percent positive. Anyway, they did go back-to-back, and they win the game five to nothing, and they're headed back to to Grand Junction. What does that say about the athletic program going on right now at McLennan when you got Chris Berry's McLennan softball team in the World Series and Mitch Thompson's baseball team in the World Series? That's pretty good stuff. Very good. Doesn't happen very often to on any level anywhere to have both of those playing for a World Series No, you're right. I mean, we talk about it a lot, a lot of times in high school. Uh, how tough it would be to have a basketball team or a, a baseball-softball combo. And it happens, but the difficulty of that right. and the commitment, it just sh- it talks about the commitment level uh, at the player level, yes, but also 
above the player level from the coaching level and the administrative level to get these teams because it takes a you know what do they say it takes a village yeah. it does it does to win it's not just you know the 9 or 10 players on the field i think that's the bigger piece though is it's it's what you could do outside like you could have great players but if you have poor administration it, you know it, it trickles down and i think mm-hmm. that when you look across the board your crawfords and and it, it's 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 good from the top up Top down, I mean, I think that's the way you got to be successful. Baylor uh, wrapping up their uh, last four games of uh, regular season. Started off with a nice win last night, seven, uh, twelve to nothing over SFA in their final non-conference game. They now have uh, Oklahoma State coming to town, and Oklahoma State's not going to be happy after their uh, after their run with Texas Tech this weekend. They got swept at home at home by the Red Raiders. So, so does that change anything with the Big Twelve? Like it changes the standings. Yeah, <laughs> it does change the standings. Now, is Texas Tech going to be in the NCAA tournament? Yes. Is Oklahoma State going to be in the NCAA tournament? Yes. Is TCU going to be in the NCAA? Yes. I mean, we can go yes to a lot of these. But, that, but it didn't impact it, any team coming in, like bubble bubble Big Twelve teams. Uh probably not. No, no, no. not really. Uh, I, th- you know. There's going to have to be some things going on at it the Big Twelve tournament. Texas Tech, dude, where they might get the get the host where they probably weren't going to before that. Right. Okay. And, and you know, I don't know how. I don't think there's a team in the league right now, unfortunately, that is in a position for to host a super regional. I think you may have one, two that could potentially host a regional out of the sixteen. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're right; that may put Tech into that conversation. Mm-hmm. Depends uh, on how what they do in this last series and what they do in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah. So, uh, and unfortunately, I, I mean, I, I thought this league was going to get one, maybe two top eight seeds, which would uh, assure them that as long as you win, that you're hosting not only a regional but a super regional. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it is either. I, I think anybody that wins a regional in this league is on the road for supers. And that makes it really, really tough. Uh, to get to Omaha. So, we'll find out. Uh, that's why they play them. And, uh, you know, look look at the challenge that, that McLennan had in a double elimination tournament losing, I think, on the second day. Yeah, they lost on the second day to Midland. Uh, you're playing doubleheaders the rest of the way until, the, until Tuesday to get to the championship. And just to get there uh, was, was pretty special. And then not only to get there, but then they win it. And now they're going back to Grand Junction, Colorado, to defend their uh, their world championship, so good stuff there. All right, Ward, uh, I know you're going to be uh, in Weatherford mm-hmm. on Thursday. Tomorrow night. Talk a little bit about uh, Archer City and and, and uh, Crawford. Yes, yeah, that's uh, going to be a good series. Archer City coming in, uh, winner of their district. Uh, they played very very well. They they put up some pretty decent numbers, uh, but I, I look, I, I think the series of series to get to Austin was probably last weekend for Crawford, which does not mean that this is going to be, hey, we show up and we are punch our ticket to Austin. They're, they're going to have to play very, very well. They're going to be in a ballpark they've you know never played in before, so that you have to take that into account. Uh, you've got to travel a pretty good distance to get there, so you have to take that into account. You know Who gets off the bus better than the other team? Uh, and it's going to be important tomorrow night to get off to a good start. Then you got a day off, and you have to go right back to the same facility, another long bus ride for you know to finish it off on Saturday. So it's not an easy ask 
for either team. But I think Crawford's up to it. I think they have the pitching uh, that's a little bit better than, than Archer City's ERA. Uh, I haven't been able to see Archer City play, but just looking at stat-wise, Crawford seems like they're the better team. That doesn't always – It doesn't always compute to a win. But you like that going in. Yes, absolutely. You like that going in. So, uh, And I was just looking. There are several – and that's what I love about Central Texas. I don't care what the sport is. We're always going to have several teams that are playing deep into the season. Uh, Midway is still going in softball as they uh, they take on the Woodlands uh, starting Thursday night in 6A. Also, uh, in 4A, Lake Belton is still going on. They're going to take on the Rice Birds of El Campo. That's going to be uh, at, at Texas A&M. That, will, that series will also start on Thursday. In 3A, Lorena and Die Ball opening up a series tonight uh, in, in Madisonville. Uh, in 2A, as you mentioned, Crawford is taking on Archer City. Axtell's still playing. Mm-hmm. They got Heiko, uh, and that will be in Cleburne. And that will be uh, starting on Friday. So they're going to go Friday, Saturday in that series. So good stuff there. On the baseball side, uh, you have China Spring in 4A. Somehow they're in a one-gamer. They, they play Rusk on Saturday at 7 p.m. And it appears that it's just a one-game series, winner-take-all, to move on to the regional finals. Uh, you would hope at, that, at this point in the season you'd be in the series. But uh, I guess one of them didn't want to play a series. Right, they're going to play a a one gamer. Uh, Lorena and Cameron will play at Lake Belton starting Thursday. Whitney and Franklin will play in Salado. Uh, that series will start in, on Thursday as well. Bosqueville and Toler will uh, open up a series. That game will start. Uh, that series will start tomorrow night uh, at, uh, over at Midway High School. We'll have it for you. And make note, we're going to be over on Kicker, uh, which is fifteen ninety a.m. and ninety nine point three FM Kicker Country. Uh, we have Baylor baseball here on ESPN, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So uh, that, that series will be Thursday in uh, in Hewitt, Friday in Stephenville, and then Saturday, uh, if necessary, back here in Waco at Midway High School, Saturday morning. Now, you sent me a text, by the way, last night mm-hmm. on the uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine Championship uh, Best Grub. Best place to eat in the state of Texas. When you're on the road for a high school football game. And what was it? It would be Jake and Dorothy. Where's that located? Okay, and where am I going Friday? Stephenville. Thank you very much. Hush. I'll, I told you I'd bring you a waffle fry. Uh-uh. Don't even <laughs> dare. Because I'm going. You, you won't know, like the result. <laughs> you know I'm going to kill the salad and go extra waffle fries. You know I'm going to do that. So just thought I'd pass that along to you. Mm. <laughs> Valley Mills and Axtell, they're going to play a one gamer over at Waco ISD. Uh, Abbott and Hubbard. This will be. This will be a fun series. Uh, Abbott and Hubbard, they're going to play a, a three-gamer starting uh, Thursday night at 7 o'clock uh, over in West. So they'll be at a really nice facility. So uh, Coach Crawford, has he's done a terrific job with that Abbott program, and they are, uh, they're playing on Thursday night as well. So we got a lot of good teams, a lot of fun stuff. Hopefully, hopefully we're going to have a bunch of people headed to Round Rock in Austin for championships uh, a little later on in the month and early into June. So we'll see. All right, 727, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. As we mentioned, uh, former Moody coach, I say former Moody coach, mm-hmm. uh, Lonnie Judd is headed over to Robinson to become the new AD. We'll talk to him next right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
recently on Game Time. And we're joined now by Jeff Wilson from RangersToday.com. First of all, when you're talking about Willie Calhoun or Zach Rex, you're talking about the last guy on the team, the 13th position player out of 13. So I think you kind of have to put it in context there. How big of a deal is it? It's a big deal because he was the guy in the U Darvish trade. You know, one thing that thought Willie had outgrown was, for lack of a better word, his poutiness when something goes wrong. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only $8.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. At Knife River, we take care of our people. Are you looking for employment or career change? Knife River is looking for CDL drivers, equipment operators, and concrete and asphalt crew members. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600. That's 254-761-2600. Or apply online at KnifeRiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Call today and get hired. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get access. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with deals like our Silver Unlimited plan for just $45 a month and no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for $249, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. MCC is a win away from a return trip to the JUCO World Series. They beat Grayson 16-11 and Midland 13-12 to force the second title game against Midland at 1 o'clock today. Action at Baylor Ballpark tonight as the Bears host Stephen F. Austin for their final non-conference game of the year. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has been invited to the National Invitational Softball Championships in Fort Collins, Colorado. They get a first-round bye and will play Saturday against either Rutgers or San Diego. The Rangers cruise to a 7-4 victory over the Angels. Game two of that series tonight, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson, Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, and Landscape Supply in Spiegelville. Mow with the best, Gravely. All right, 731, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. All right, one from the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. I got to pass along to you. Uh, Justin says, Scotty Scheffler ain't letting Tiger win. Tiger should stay home and watch Lonesome Dove. Oh, that's boy. What a shot by Justin. Uh, anyway, let's uh, welcome into the program. The new athletic director at Robinson independent school district coach, Lonnie Judd coach. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are y'all this morning? We are terrific. All right. Let's, let's, let's dive right into this thing. And, and, and out of curiosity, Lonnie, why this job? Why did you want this job? And, and, and what's the challenge for you with, with Robinson? Well, you know, I've always wanted to be be an athletic director, and I've always wanted to 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 be over an entire program. And I've you know I've, I've been the assistant athletic director at Moody, and and we you know we worked hard here and had a lot of challenges here, and we've overcome a lot of challenges here. And you know, I just saw the opportunity at Robinson, being a Central Texas guy. You know, I know what Robinson's all about, and I've I've, I've been around here, and I've seen their successes, and I've seen their highs and lows, and I just think it's a place that has a great potential, and I think it's a, it's a place that's going to be one of the top programs in the entire state. Coach, when you look at the Rockets as an overall program, being attractive because you want to be an athletic director, but the athletes and the opportunities there have to intrigue you as well. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, you know, we're in an area with with some with some great four A teams right now, and and they're kind of setting the bar high. And you know, with Robbins, I, I, there's there's no doubt that I think we can be right there with them. I think we you know we need to be challenging for those state championships also, and and. And, you know, it's a great mixture of kids. It's a great mixture of athletes. You know, Robinson's always been so supportive of all their athletics. And, and you know, they've got, a, they've got a great superintendent and assistant soup and Michael Hope and Tim Van Cleve and, and a great school board. And, and we're going to get that thing going in the right direction. What do you think is going to be the biggest challenge heading into year one? Well, I think the toughest thing, we're, one thing we're all battling right now is, is finding great coaches and getting great coaches. I think, you know, with education now, a lot, a lot of them are, are – you know, the older ones are retiring and the younger ones are, are, are finding other things to do. So, so I think it's recruiting and keeping good coaches. And, and you know, I'm the type, that's where the program starts. You've got to have rock star coaches, coaches that are willing to come in and, and do whatever it takes to be successful and be there for the kids and love the kids and, and love coaching. I mean, it, it, it's not the easiest job in the world. I mean, so it's, it's one that, that you've got to find somebody that has a passion for it. And, you know, I want to help try to grow those young coaches and, 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 and keep them at Robinson, make them enjoy, have a good experience there, and, and, and build a great program. How, how difficult was it for you to, to sit back and say, hey, I'm going to be, even though I'm in athletics, I'm going to be an administrator and I'm not going to be a, a Friday night guy. Uh, was, that a, was that a difficult call for you, Coach? But it, it was definitely part of the decision because, I mean, I've, I've not coached football but, you know, I've been coaching now for 29 years, and so that's going to be tough to, to be cheering on the sidelines. But, but you know, I, I enjoy coaching coaches. I enjoy, you know, watching people do a good job, and, and, and there's a lot of great coaches out there. And so it, it's, it's part of the job that I think I enjoy. I, I'm a sports guy anyway, and I've always gone to all the sports and supported. And, and, and you know, I, I've gone from announcing girls' basketball to driving seventh-grade girls to, the, to, the, to their playoff games. So, it's one that I, I enjoy being being there to support and to help and and you know those Friday night lights is going to be tough. I'm not, you know if, if you know I never thought I'd be the second guessing guy. I think oh they should have called this, but, but <laughs> that's, that's, that's going to be that's going to be hard for me to do that. 
Coach, when you look at the opportunity for you to be able to kind of mold young coaches, how does that excite you? Oh, it excites me a great deal. I've, I've always tried to be a mentor to young coaches. I've always tried to be there for them and teach them and, you know, maybe learn from the mistakes I made or learn from mistakes I've seen other people make. And, and, and so I always want to be there for them. I always have open-door policy, and, I, and, and they all have my cell phone. And I get, I get calls at 1130 at night from, from coaches with questions, and, and, and I enjoy that. I enjoy helping them. Busy with Lottie Judd, the uh, new uh, athletic director, Robinson Independent School District. So, what's what's the schedule? What's next for you? When do you uh, when do you start making the transition and, and those type of things? Well, I, I meet with Moody today to kind of check with the transition on that. I'm still I'm still finishing up at Moody, doing my job there, and 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 kind of going back and forth to Robinson to try to finalize things there. So, I'm really just kind of in the transition point now. So, I don't really know the date, but but I know I'll be full go once once summer starts. Coach, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, congratulations. I know this is the direction you wanted to go, and and uh, we wish you the very best. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. Hey, thank you very much. Y'all come out and see the Robinson Rockets. They're going to put on a show next year. We'll do it. I hey, appreciate it. Thanks so much. That's uh, Lonnie Judd, the uh, new athletic director uh, for the Robinson Independent School District. Now, Ward, as you know, this is a, it's, it's, it's a cycle. So now the, the Moody Bearcats have, have got a spot they've got to fill, and it's, mm-hmm. it's the middle of May. Uh, and there's a lot of openings across the state of Texas in the which, middle of May that just absolutely shocked me. It is mind-boggling to see this much activity at this juncture in the season. Normally, and I say it, you know, normally you see activity December, January. I mean, you know, when the season's ending – and, you know, the guys have had opportunities to, to do things over the Christmas break, guys and gals for that matter. Uh, but you just don't – this is not the norm in my opinion, but we've – I think since COVID, there, I'm not sure there is a norm uh, anymore because you got, you got people moving uh, throughout the calendar year now. And, you know, look, Allen has, uh, has, a, has an opening. Uh, did you apply, by the way, Ward? Uh, for that not. Allen job? Did not. No, I was just curious. <laughs> he, he, he's kind of sarcastic, wasn't he, Garrett? A little bit. <laughs> I think he did a great job at I Allen. think so, too. And there's no pressure there. So, I mean, you know, you, you just go in there. and None whatsoever. Ask it's Chad. about It's <laughs> yeah. about the kids, Ward. It's not about uh, winning. Uh, anyway, so it, it is interesting to me to see how many uh, how many spots are, are open and, and, and what's going on. So, uh <laughs> so anyway, we'll uh, we'll see how it all goes. Uh, interesting how uh, how how this is kind of developed. And, and do you think we'll continue to see next year and years after late activity, late movement like this? I mean, because this is kind of a rare deal. Uh, but we've seen it the last couple of years. Yeah, the last couple of years, it's been there's been some strange openings late in the in the calendar year. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know. I hope not. I don't. I don't think it's something that needs to trend that way. Uh, but, I mean, look, <laughs> college football has become free agency. So, does it? Does everything trickle down? A lot of times. Sometimes it trickles up. You know, uh, the, the wide-open offense has started in high school and then college has picked it up. And, and so, you know, is, is this going to trickle down to the coaching staffs in high school? I hope it doesn't. It, it's certainly the past couple of years, and you may be right, it may be all COVID-related. I don't know. It just seems that that was kind of the timetable when, when we were having – I don't know. It's 
but it it is interesting to see how this all uh, has all uh, kind of transpired. But anyway, it is uh, and it, it, at some point, what you're going to see is you're going to see programs go, "Hey, look, it's just too late in the calendar to do anything," and so they promote from within, and then then you go into a year, maybe even short. Uh, a staff member or two, but yeah, but if you try to promote from within, who's to say that that person you're promoting doesn't head to the, you know go on to the next job with the the guy they were under or the gal they were under? Well, you know, you're going to make sure that they don't before you promote from within. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're, you're gonna see whether it, how many he takes and goes to the next spot. And a lot of a lot of times they you know they don't you don't see guys just got an entire staff but you'll see guys take you know their coordinators with them and 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 things like that you know one or two key guys that uh, you know that are bought into their program bought into their system and then you know then you've got uh, you've got one or two spots you got to fill plus you got to find a head coach to go with them uh, it's it, you know it, it your work's cut out for you there's no question mm-hmm. but as you know Ward at, at some point somebody's looking for that first opportunity and I don't care when it is, they're gonna they're gonna load the U-Haul and they're gonna go, if if they feel like that it's the right situation for them and their family. Well, yeah, I mean it, that's that's part of the deal of coaching high school football. If if the right opportunity comes up, a lot of times coaches make the move. Now there is some lifers out there, uh, and I believe there's still some lifers out there uh, that you know that chose to. Hey, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm going to stay, and no, nothing you can do can can move me off of this rock that I'm on. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing my dad at all. Was one of those guys. Do what? My dad was one of those guys. He wasn't going anywhere. No. Good for him. There's a lot of guys like that. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as when the next AD comes in and the next head football coach comes in. That they're still part of the part of the mm-hmm. the equation, if if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they're not, and sometimes sometimes they're not. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, hey, you've been, I I, I know that you got a house and kids, and but you got to move on because I need your spot. I mean, yeah. it's it can get. And, and there's some head coaches that stay there just because. I mean, we've right? seen coaches, you know, some of them have just retired recently that made a career at one school. Well. The grass wasn't always greener. No, sometimes it's not. Sometimes you got a good gig, and and, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I hope I hope this isn't a trend of hey, let's pick up stakes and and move on. It, but we're doing it in May and June. Yeah, that's just I've never seen anything like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. I mean, so, it's like Chad Morris. The day after the spring game, you yeah. announce you're gonna. That's right. And you're starting to hear now that this thing was coming together two weeks ago. What if it was? Uh-huh. First of all, why two weeks ago? What's what was so special about two weeks ago? Again, maybe something in college opened up that he couldn't pass up. I don't I don't know. Maybe he didn't enjoy being back in high school football. Maybe they know. didn't win enough. Maybe maybe, you know, moms and dads didn't want him around. I mean, losing, a, losing a five star to Katie Pato didn't help either. I mean there's there's a lot of contributing factors. All right, it is uh, 7.43, 17 away from 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You know, Mother's Day just passed, and now we honor dads and we honor those grads. At Morrison's Gifts, they've got the perfect gift for 
the uh, special folks on your shopping list. You can choose a personalized John Hart travel kit, maybe a shave kit, luggage, or accessories. You can get all that. Dads would love the uh, selection of uh, award-winning barbecue rubs. Man, wouldn't we? Uh, for for uh, graduation. For the for the grads, the, how about Consuela, uh, Capri Blue, and the world's softest socks? You know, I, I, I read this every day about the softest socks thing, and then I keep, you waiting, get for, you something. I keep waiting for Mark to kind of – Bring a pair here so we can, so we can expand on it, so I can wear them and be able. It, it's it's for research purposes, Garrett. It is not about me wanting a free pair of socks. It's about research. Got to have the research. Got to have the info so we can talk about these these world's uh, softest socks. Anyway, hey, you could bring Dad's favorite bottle of wine, and they will custom design a gift basket to go around it for Father's Day. That's another great idea. As always, free gift wrapping and free shipping anywhere. And not free shipping anywhere, but free gift wrapping, and they'll ship it anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts. They're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. They're next to Jason's Deli. Stop by and tell them we sent you by. It's on to round three for the Bosqueville Bulldogs. Hi, this is Todd Barfield. Join us this Thursday as the Bulldogs take on the Toller Rattlers in game one of a best two out of three series. Our coverage begins on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 Kicker Country. Coverage begins with the warm-up show at 645. We'll have the first pitch and all the play-by-play at 7 o'clock. It's Toller and your Bosqueville Bulldogs this Thursday night on our sister station. 1590 AM and 99.3 Kicker Country. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue. Downtown Waco. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Rock. Robinson Drive in Waco. Heard my little sis is buying a car. You'll need my secret guide. Gross, no way. I already used Capital One Auto Navigator. I bet your credit score wasn't impacted at all. So, ha. 
I got my real rate and monthly payment, had an amazing test drive at the dealership, and made the purchase. Taking the easy way out. That's so you. Still not getting it. That's so you. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash AutoNavigator. At Knife River, we take care of our people. Are you looking for employment or career change? Knife River is looking for CDL drivers, equipment operators, and concrete and asphalt crew members. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600. That's 254-761-2600. Or apply online at KnifeRiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Call today and get hired. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with case construction equipment, whatever the job is. MCC is a win away from a return trip to the JUCO World Series. They beat Grayson 16-11 and Midland 13-12 to force the second title game against Midland at 1 o'clock today. Action at Baylor Ballpark tonight as the Bears host Stephen F. Austin for their final non-conference game of the year. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has been invited to the National Invitational Softball Championships in Fort Collins, Colorado. They get a first-round bye and will play Saturday against either Rutgers or San Diego. The Rangers cruise to a 7-4 victory over the Angels. Game two of that series tonight, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Here's the 1-1. Swing and a line drive base hit into left field for Eli White. Lowe is in the score. The ball gets by Marsh. It goes all the way to the wall. Two runs have scored. White's digging for home. Here's the relay throw. Eli dives across the plate. The Rangers get three more. We'll see how it's scored, but it's a 10-4 ball game. As the Rangers go on to a 10-5 victory, over the Los Angeles Angels. That's two in a row over the Angels. Lord, that's 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 a red hot Ranger team right now, don't you think? Nope. What would okay, so let's just for clarification, what would you consider to be a hot team? What do they gotta do to be a hot team? A team that's it's on the rise, it's it's cooking that's cooking. What do they gotta do? <laughs> he, does, he, he does not want to give it. No, he's not giving an inch, is he? Uh-uh, that's funny. This team has leapfrogged not one but two teams in the standings. That means they stink worse than this one stinks. Oh, okay. You said, and look, I, they're just three games under 500, and we said, hey, 500 would be an outstanding season. Okay. Now, I know we got a long way to go. But you can't get there without taking steps, and they're taking these steps. I mean, they it, look, they're just seven games out of first place. They're just three games back of the wild card. 
This is a team that has a chance. So you say there's a chance. They're le- look legitimately. They're doing everything the right way. Like you're, you're significantly making progress compared to last season. It's ugly at times. Of course, you're beating bad teams, but that's the first step. You got to beat the bad teams before you can beat the good teams. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there. Now, they didn't beat a good team when a good team was in town the other day. But apparently, the Angels are a good team. They're twenty four and sixteen. They came to town twenty four and fourteen. And they're going to leave 24-17. and 17. Well, You're gonna, saying they're going to lose tonight? I certainly am. Okay. Would you doubt those fighting Texas Rangers? Yes. They're not, I don't see them pulling off a sweep. I'm telling you. Uh, and then they welcome in the Houston Astros. They've got the two top teams. Which they're going to get stroked by. In the American League West. Uh, and they might because I think they go to Houston. Isn't it in Houston this, this weekend? Because Houston was here. Ten days ago, I think something like that was in was they in Arlington. Recently, yeah, they were so, recently here. Anyway, uh, but you know what? They all start. I've told you this a million times. They all start zero zero. Yeah, but I mean, all right. Yeah, four game series at Houston, starting Thursday, I think. And you mentioned Houston. What happened last night with Houston? What they do? Uh, they clobbered Boston. Hit five. Count them five home runs in the second inning, off the starter. That's ridiculous. Scored <laughs> nine runs. Don't you go – I guess it's the second inning, and you know what? You made this mess. You get out of this mess because we're not blowing up the bullpen because you – I guess that was the philosophy because they just wore it and, and gave up five home runs in one – I think they're just the eighth team in the history of Major League Baseball – to hit five home runs in one inning. Wouldn't you go out there and pull him after like the giving up the second or no? The third? And here's why: sometimes you just got to let him fight through it. You got to let him wear it because if you do that, then you have blown up your bullpen for the next couple of days. And, and they may have and look the bullpen may have already been thin because of the the night before the you know the last several days. At some point, a starter's got to get you more than you know. You just got to do it, and he's got to pitch through it. And you know what? You, you take that loss and you move on to the next one, but you don't destroy your bullpen. Now, that may be the case. I don't know. but Or it may have been a learning experience, Ward. He was going to figure out how to get him out and how to keep the park, the ball on this side of the fence and not on the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. But he gave up five. <laughs> he, he was slow learning. <laughs> it happens. Now, he may be shipped out by lunchtime today. Yeah, he may not He may not have made it back to the hotel. He'll <laughs> be on the Rangers roster next week. So, well, it could be. You never know. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, the Astros win. But uh, Texas finishes up with the Angels tonight, and then they, uh, they head down to Houston. Uh, on a tear, by the way, just on a simple tear. Uh, winners of six of their last ten. So they were on an 11-game winning streak at one time not too long ago. Who's that? Astros. Um, well, look, they, Houston's playing well. Uh, they won eight of their last ten. So they are playing well, and they're playing particularly well at home. Uh, all right. Uh, well, actually, they're nine and four at home and fifteen and nine on the road. So there you go. They played significantly more road games than they have home games. The Rangers, incidentally, <laughs> which still cracks me up, nine and twelve at home, seven and seven on the road. They're five hundred on the road, and that's not supposed to happen to a bad team. It's not supposed to happen to a good team, but certainly not a bad team. Mm-mm. 
All right, uh, there you go. It's uh, 7.55. Let's uh, bring in John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes talking men's tennis, women's golf, and baseball. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at BaylorShop.com. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with Baylor men's tennis, playing in the Elite Eight of the NCAA tournament tomorrow. The academic school year is actually over. <laughs> no more classes. Finals are done. But, man, we've got a lot going on. How about men's tennis to the Elite Eight of the NCAA tournament? Yeah, great uh, great job uh, against Stanford. You know, came from behind, lost the double point, had to win four singles matches. We we did that. Um, a little too close for comfort, but uh, <laughs> but we're on our way and, and uh, compete against uh, number six Tennessee on Thursday at 3 p.m. in Champaign. Elite Eight, so uh, wish them well. And, uh, and again, Coach Woodson and, and our staff team has, has done a terrific job. Women's golf, man, what a performance to win that regional up at Stillwater. Yeah, by by 14 shots. <laughs> that, I mean, I think you can use the word dominate yeah. in in, uh, in uh, the Stillwater regional. So, uh, but excited for them, you know, headed headed to the uh, the NCAA championship. Um, I think it's our fourth trip in the, in the last five championships and and uh, six in Coach Goebel's uh, 11 years. And so, uh, again, great job by, by him and, and Carly and and, uh, and our young ladies. And uh, they, they tee off uh, 6.30 a.m. <laughs> mountain time uh, Friday morning in, uh, in Scottsdale. Greyhawk. That's that's why the 6:30 a.m. Yeah, uh, tee off. It's it's a little bit warmer there. It would be better to start early rather than late. This is a big week for Baylor baseball to close the regular season. Also, yeah, um, we host uh, as you know Oklahoma State Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, right now, uh, in uh, in eighth place, and uh, as we all know, eight teams go to the go to the tournament, which would begin next next Wednesday. Um, senior day is, is, is Saturday and we're, we're honoring 13, 13 seniors, graduates. Um, so, uh, big, as you mentioned, big weekend. 
Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Recently on the John Moore Show. Bill Brock, the new women's basketball coach at MCC. I Again, I think that's a great hire. And how about this? I mean, he's so well thought of at Grace, and they named the court after him. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, that's and he's in their Hall of Fame. And now MCC and Grayson, when they play each other, mm-hmm. he'll be the visiting coach. Playing on his own court. Yes, <laughs> on a court with his name on it. John Moore's, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, tonight we're having yogurt, bean chili, oranges, lasagna, chicken noodle soup, ribeye steak, hummus, and we're topping it off with chocolate milkshakes all around. Wait, what? Honey, the refrigerator's not working again, and we're not letting anything go to waste, so eat up. Yuck! Are your appliances taking the day off? Call Mr. Appliance today and put them back to work with speedy expert service for all your appliance brands and same-day service available. Visit MrAppliance.com today and schedule an appointment on Online. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Straight up at 8 o'clock. On this uh, Wednesday morning, and we are in the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios this morning. One, one quick note here yeah, before we get to Josh from our CNC Collision Center text line. I love this one. Uh, from the 512, y'all need to have a show about best snake bites in movies. Remember the one where the guy has to suck out the venom? Can't remember the movie. I, I can't either, and I don't want to. <laughs> and here's the other one I told you guys during the break. That movie about the uh, snakes on a plane or whatever? Mm-hmm. Nope. Never seen it. Never going to. Thanks for asking. But anyway, <laughs> let's. And, I didn't and, ask. And Josh is probably going, what in the heck have I gotten myself into? Josh, good morning. How are you, buddy? Uh, I am well. I hope you guys are okay. Yeah, well, we, we got to talking about a movie this morning, and there's, you know, it's about a five-hour movie, and there's 13 seconds where a snake bites a person and that's all garrett can focus on is the snake bite thing and so now it's it's got a life of its own (laughs) anyway uh we believe it or not and i'm going to throw you a curveball here a little bit i think we've been having some conversations about the big 12 what the big 12 looks like after texas and after oklahoma In, in your opinion the name on the front of the jersey compared to winning what what does this this league look like because look uh, when you look at this year, uh, the the winners in football, you know, Texas and Oklahoma is not in that mix, but they are the, you know, according to most, the marquee names in the league. What does this league look like to you beyond Texas and Oklahoma? Um, yeah, I think that's a really great question. I mean, I think, I think the goal is you eventually get a team that's like in Oklahoma because they had so much success in this league for so long. I mean, let's be honest, like even though they didn't make it last year, you know, they were, they were really close there at the end to having a shot. Um, And, you know, in that Bedlam game, if they win that game, they're going to go on and play again in the, uh, in the big 12 championship. So, you know, they, um, that's kind of the goal is to have a team 
that's successful. And look, you know, I think a lot of people are saying, well, the, the cool thing about the new Big 12 is going to be a parity. Yes, that's correct. But I think the goal is always to have a team like that because that team is always going to be putting itself in position to play for championships, both obviously in your league and also in the college ball playoff. And then uh, when it's the expanded college ball playoff, maybe you don't need that as much as often. But it'd still be nice to have because it feels like that team could probably book their ticket um, really often to a college football playoff. But, you know, I, I do think that's, in terms of college football, like that's the one big question is when does the CFP expansion come? Because it is coming. There's just too much money for it not to come. Um, I think that I think that the kind of the worries of the league that it has, like where it shakes out against everybody else, it's going to change because I, I think once you get 12 teams, like that, that's going to guarantee that a big 12 team is probably going to make it every single year. And hopefully two teams will make it more often than not. That's why I'm saying you know, the goal would be to hopefully have a team like in Oklahoma that eventually, with all the winning, builds up to have a brand as strong as OU. And look, Texas brand is because it's Texas. It's football. Those two things go together like peanut butter and jelly. And also, they had a lot of success. Uh, you know, they won you know 30 plus conference titles. Um, you know, so. Yeah, th- those things like those brands, they get built through winning. So hopefully, um, they got you got some schools that could possibly do. It. I mean, Oklahoma State's a great example. Like you know, they've had so much sustained success. The only problem is the other school in the state, Oklahoma, has had a little bit more. Hopefully, Oklahoma State can kind of take that next jump. Now they're not playing OU as much. So I think that's the big thing: is building really strong brands through consistent winning. Does. Does the league, the way it's going to be constructed, minus the Texas and Oklahoma, does it have that Power Five feel to you? Does it feel like the other leagues uh, in the Power Five? Yes. Yes, it does. Um, to, to me, I mean, yeah, there's going to be a bit more uh, – I'm not randomness, but it's going to be all over the place. Like, when it comes to football, I mean, besides Clemson, like, what does what the ACC had as of late that's, you know, that, that – that, is up there with other uh, Big 12 teams. I mean, Clemson's been really good, but Clemson had a down year. Like, Clemson played Iowa State last year in a bowl game. I mean, they, that's they played last year, and they just lost both their coordinators um, and who have become, become head coaches. And so they, they're facing a lot of questions right now over at Clemson. Like, well, the rest of that league have. The Pac-12, yeah, they get Lincoln Riley. I'm sure he'll turn USC around. And Dan Lanning at Oregon, they're going to have a huge financial backing trying to make sure that thing is a great league and, uh, you know, that, that, you know, they're trying to make sure Oregon's a great team, I should say, and that they're competing for championships before Phil Knight, you know, gets too old. So I think they've got a great shot. But also, like, what has the Pac-12 done recently that shows us that they're any better than the Big 12 is? They haven't done anything in the football world. Like, you know, that's – you know they they've put Oregon in the CFP and they've put um they put Washington and those are pretty de- you know distant memories, and, and so I would say that the Big Twelve to me, obviously a Power Five league in football, it's the league in basketball, which I think is is a help in this conversation. I know we're just talking about football, but yeah, to me like you know schools like Oklahoma State, schools like Cincinnati, schools like TCU, like those are Power Five schools. You know Texas Tech. Houston, I mean, Houston's on a Power 5 level. Let's, let's be honest about that. BYU beat a bunch of Power 5 teams. They, they basically wiped – BYU last year wiped out the entire Pac-12 South. So I don't think there's any conversation about, oh, they're a Power 5 league. Yeah, 
just look at the resume. These are power five teams, in my opinion. Big 12 Baseball Championship coming up next week at Globe Life. What do you expect out of this tournament? I think it could get pretty wild. I mean, I don't. I didn't expect Texas Tech to to do what they did this past weekend, man. They uh, it's fantastic with what they did, getting that sweep, putting themselves in the driver's seat for a Big Twelve championship, and we saw it with the craziness of the Big Twelve softball tournament last week. Like anything can happen in diamond sports in a tournament setting. I mean, there are legitimately at this point, I think five teams I could see who if they won the Big 12 baseball championship, you wouldn't be too shocked. There are four I know for sure I wouldn't be surprised. If Oklahoma State, if TCU, if Texas, or if Texas Tech were to go on and win the Big 12 championship in baseball, I would not be I would not be surprised. Oklahoma Maybe a little bit, but like I could, I could actually see them winning it. So I guess maybe I'm not too surprised. But that's that's fun. That, that's a fun league when you go into a tournament and there are five teams that you feel like have a good shot to win it. You can make arguments for five teams to win it. I mean, that's that's a positive thing. Josh, I was listening to the podcast last night and the the Monday mailbag regarding the TV and networking with the new look Big Twelve. Obviously, the the Big Twelve's contract is up in 2025. The Pac-12 is up in 2024, which means does CBS grab them first, and what happens with the New Look Big 12? Is the New Look Big 12 appeasing to a big market regarding TV? Yeah, so there's a, there's a few things that are going to shake out here that are going to determine what the Big 12 is, and many of them are out of their control. So the first thing is what happens with the Big 10, right? If the Big 10 goes exclusive, all right, if the Big 10 goes exclusive, that is a positive for the Big 12. What I mean exclusive is, if they go all in with a NBC, if they go all in with a Fox, the the less the, the more concentrated the Big Ten is, the better it is because that's a huge TV entity. And if they spread out in a bunch of different places, get it, they might not be as um, as uh, excited to go out and get a different league. Now they've got the Big Ten. Also, Pac-12 will be second, so they're going to have a kind of a second crack at this. Uh, you know, in in the latest team, you know conferences coming available, the Big Twelve will be third, right after them. So that that's one big thing too. Where where does the Pac twelve? What do they do with their media rights deal? I think there is a big uh, push for them, obviously, to get as many primetime games as possible. I think they feel like they've been you know shafted the last couple of years with some of the timings of their games and whatnot. And I think there is a huge push for them to be on linear cable. I think that, you know, I think with the Pac-12 network and once again, those game times, they felt like they have not been as visible as they should have been. Also, another thing to consider is who wants to get in on the college football app? Does CBS want to keep going? Does Amazon Prime want to get in on college? Does Apple TV Plus want to expand from baseball? Does Peacock want to show more than one Notre Dame football game a year exclusively? All right. Does Hulu want to have exclusive live sports? Does Netflix want to get in on this game because, you know, there is some volatility with their stock and people aren't loving Netflix original content as much? Well, guess what? Get, you know what original content always rates, fellas? Live sports. Uh, there's, there's, your, there's your ratings. And, and, and that's the thing is 
Big 12 fans um, have subscribed to ESPN Plus. Do you guys know this? Like, if you're a Big 12 fan and you really care about your school, you have to have ESPN Plus. And so I think that's been a positive for ESPN Plus because that's a, that's a subscription base that they've got now. Big 12 fans have had to subscribe. And so I think one of these subscription-only services, they should, they should probably think about the Big 12 that is divvying up their TV to where somebody gets one, you know, some stuff here, somebody gets some stuff here, and basically force they need to force the subscription base, uh, which is the fans, to, to spend more money. Now, I don't love that, guys, but I think we can all acknowledge for the health of the league, the fans might have to spend a bit more money just so in the end our schools in this conference, and I say our because it is our conference, they can compete with everybody else if that makes sense. Like we might have to shell out five, six, five or fifteen dollars a month, whatever it is. I know it sounds it is a lot for some people, but we might have to do that just so our conference can get the money and compete with the big boys. Because you guys saw, I mean, that ACC deal, you know, that's an opportunity. Like, like the the Big Twelve schools can make more money than the ACC schools because that television contract is so bad. The the Big Twelve's got to make sure they stick the landing on this. And they're going to have an opportunity to, and I'd be shocked if part of that didn't involve subscription services. Okay, so with that being said, and the way everything is changing in the 21st century, are your, your streaming options at the end of the day going to be more important going forward than your traditional TV contracts? So I, I, I was working, and I mentioned this, I was working on the Pac-12 channel a little while ago at SiriusXM, and George Klyavkov came in. I think he made a pretty good point where he said that um, the next round of television contracts are going to include some streaming stuff, maybe for third tier rights. I'm not sure. Um, but generally speaking, you're going to get a lot of cable because just you guys, you guys know this is true. Uh, stuff that is on CBS rates better than CBS sports. Stuff that is on Fox rates better than stuff on Fox Sports. Stuff on ABC rates better than it does on ESPN. So still, being on those big three does have a lot of value. There's still a ton of value in being on those big three. So I think it's going to be a mixture, Garrett, of linear and streaming. But I, I think we're going to see more streaming people get involved. And I think that's where the Big 12 comes in. Find one of those newer streaming services or you know cbs is an older company but obviously paramount plus is their streaming service it's a bit newer find somebody who's willing to fork over a lot of cash to get into the college football game it's the second most popular sport in our country boys second most popular sport in our country there is money to be made there's money to be spent if you are these new streaming services so I think the Big 12 can take advantage of that. And when you hear the commissioner of the Big 10 talk about their fans being global, worldwide, translation, he's talking about streaming is going to be an integral part of their new package, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think that's something like that's something that Larry Scott tried to tap into in the Pac-12 when he sent games to China, right? Um the Big Ten is doing the – I forget which game it is. The game they're doing in Ireland this year, I think, or, or somewhere over there in the U.K. Um, they're, doing a, you know, they're doing a game in Europe, right, the, in, earlier on in the season. Uh, they're trying to grow this brand, and 
you know, it's it's possible to do, guys. Like I, I, you know, I cover baseball as well, and uh, our new Locked On Marlins host is a guy from the UK, and, and I, I learned that there is this growing, um, interesting UK community of of baseball fans, and I think college football is in the same way. You know, you guys are seeing the NFL is going over there too, uh, and, and not. I mean, they've been doing it there for a while, but like it's growing it, clearly. Football in UK. I think the end goal is to have a team probably in London. You know, I think that we're not going to see that. I'm not, I don't think we're going to see uh, you know the University of London and the, and the the Peach Bowl anytime soon. <laughs> not what I'm saying here, but I, I think yeah, there is a push to grow. And yes, yeah, streaming accessibility is a huge part of this. Um, and and streaming platforms are coming in into play now. Uh, there is still a large sector of people, guys, who are, you know. And some of them are in Big 12 country who are like, I don't know what a Paramount Plus is. I've got no interest in what Paramount Plus is. And I don't want Paramount Plus on my computer. And I sure as hell don't want to pay $5.99 for whatever the hell Paramount Plus is. So um, those people still exist. But, I mean, there are fewer and fewer of them as every single day passes by. And streaming is, is the way we're going. Want to get your thoughts on LHN? LHN obviously is part of the uh, ESPN package, which is part of the Disney package. Uh, could with, with LHN the way it is constructed now, with with the Longhorns headed to the SEC, it, it is going away. Could that be an avenue for the Big Twelve as far as having their uh, over the air uh, uh, conference, you know, uh, c- conference network? Uh, such as the SEC network and, and the Big Ten network and what have you, you know that does that piece doesn't really exist in the Big Twelve right now, Josh. And is is that a is that an avenue? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think I think the one I think the one place where the Big Twelve has gotten a little bit ahead is is the ESPN Plus aspect. Like they they kind of did a good job jumping on that. Um, I'm wondering if there's going to be a Big 12 network somewhere. And, and, you know, that that's a big question to me is where would that pop up? Where does that fit into? Like, they do some Big 12 digital stuff, but I believe I mean, there's an ACC network, there's a Big 10 network, there's an SEC network, there's a Pac-12 network, right? Only Power 5 leave out of that network per se is the, is the Big 12. So I, I think it's, yeah, it's a big question. Like, could it pop up there? I mean, yeah, sure, it, it could. I just think there's so many different options. Like, pegging one is going to be so difficult. I just picked Paramount Plus. I think it's it's hooked on to a linear TV network, so it, it makes it a little bit more back. And so that's the same thing here. Yeah, the SPN too. Like that that does make it a um, that does make it something that you're like, okay, I, I feel good about this because I, I made this point. Like Apple TV Plus, the the one thing that you worry about is, hey, you guys don't have much experience in the broadcast space. And one thing that's really complicated is college football. I mean, there are so much that goes into producing a football game. And so that's why I'm more apt to trust brands that come from ESPNs and CBSs as opposed to ones that are still, still kind of starting off with Amazon Prime's and Apple TV Pluses. We have spent a lot of time today talking about television and money and, and instead of talking about football, but it, it, unfortunately it is it is where we are in today's mm-hmm. football world. So final thought for you, and we've kind of kicked this around a little bit. We've kicked this can down the street a little bit, and who knows? Uh, it's a crystal ball question. Do you see a day where we're, where we're purchasing every sporting event that we choose to watch? 
Yeah, I could see it. I mean, yeah, I, I could, I could definitely see it. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Um, there are people who are doing that. I mean, well, we all do it, right? I mean, when you pay for your TV cat package, like you are, you ostensibly are paying for every single sporting event. But in the sense of like you go in here, a la carte. There, there is, yeah, a la carte, right? There is a group of people that actually do that now, and I, and I'm a, I'm a pretty big combat sports fan. If you are strictly a combat sports fan. Guys, that is what you are doing. You are paying for Showtime to watch Showtime Premier Boxing, which I pay for Showtime and I enjoy my Showtime boxing. You're paying for the pay-per-views. You're paying for ESPN Plus to watch UFC cards. You're paying um, for the UFC pay-per-views on ESPN Plus. Like, there's people in this world, and I know, you know a lot of us are kind of a fan of a lot of sports, who are just combat sports fans, and they're already a la carte on everything. Could I see that model going into sports generally? Yes, I could. Now, the pay-per-view model is a bit different, and it's a much more ingrained in the culture of combat sports. But, hey, you know what? I mean, could I see the college ball playoff championship becoming a pay-per-view? Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it's a totally crazy idea uh, to think about. So, yeah, I, could, I can 100% see that. Hey, what are you working on for the podcast? We're doing wide receiver rankings today, which should be a lot of fun. And then we're going to kick around ideas for pods. Somebody sent in an idea that the Big 12 should do scheduling pods based off of animals. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting that you group some of the animals together, and that's the way you do pods. So we're going to kick some <laughs> ideas around for how the Big 12 should do their pods moving forward as well. All right. Hey, Josh, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time today. Yep, talk to you guys next week. All right, that is uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Good stuff. Uh, it's Can you see a day? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what does happen to LHN? And, I it's mean, gone. So it is not going to be a piece of the uh, Big 12, in your opinion? No. Because when you look that's, at the That's Big- part of what broke the Big 12 up in the first place. They're going to get rid of that as fast as they can. But you got to have a network. I mean, they've, I think they've already said they that the Longhorn network, network is gone. But the, the, but my point is, I think if you're going to keep up with the Joneses, you got to keep up with the Joneses. Everybody has an over-the-air network, except for the Big Twelve. They don't need one. They've they've shown everything's going streaming. They were the 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 first to do this. Everybody's playing catch up on the streaming. You are not going to watch sports on TV anymore. Like I mean, it's every, yes, you are. You will, but it's, it's going. going to be, I, I agree with you, Garrett. But I think it's going to be a long time before it is. Well, gone. ABC just announced they're going to. They're going in heavy on primetime football games this year. I mean, they've already they've got broadcasts coming up on September fourth with Florida State at LSU. Ohio State gets a second primetime game on the twenty fourth with Wisconsin. Uh, they're gonna they're looking at moving the Texas OU instead of being an afternoon game on ABC to a primetime game on ABC. I mean, they're they're trying to go all in on primetime games too as well. My thing is, when you're seeing your main broadcasters leave traditional network TV for streaming services, that's a bigger picture thing. No, that's a money thing. No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm dead serious. They're getting paid a lot more money to go to that streaming thing. And They'd why, be idiots to go over are there. They? Because, the net, because the streaming has the capability of paying them more because so many people are on – subscribing and they have exactly. the money and, and they've got to they've got to have a they've got to have that you know that I want to see how good the Amazon Prime telecast really are I'll say this I'll say this I watch a lot of ESPN plus programming and 
90% of it, not all of it, 90% of it, you do not know that you're not watching over the air. But you just heard Josh say it, and I totally agree. Over the air, particularly on the big three, is where you're going to get more ratings. More ratings mean more money uh, mm-hmm. from, from advertisers. And also, when you look at CBS and NBC and ABC and Fox, they're looking for content because people are doing different things, and they're not watching those those comedies and those dramas as much. So live content uh, from, from that aspect, I, I think you might see more of it. And that's the only reason I brought up this is the one league that does not have an over-the-air exclusive network. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, look, I watch the SEC network. They they got great games. Right. They, they got and they got great content. They've got great host. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the Big Ten. Kind of like the Pac-12. It's pretty good. Uh, Again, does it go back to the brand though for the Big Twelve? Is there a big enough brand in there other than BYU to justify a Big Twelve network? No, not in my opinion. I don't. I don't know that there well, is either. Well, then, guys, they're about to get a new deal, uh, and that new deal is going to include ESPN. It's probably going to include Fox. Uh, I, I, I know. I'm done. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying to have their own network, you've got to have the name on the front of the jersey. And with Oklahoma and Texas leaving, they don't have the name on the front of the jersey. I, I and I agree with him. And, I, and Garrett tells us we got to go. But a, the ACC. Brands, there's brands there. Not in football, there's not. There's Florida one. State and Miami aren't brands. Yeah, well, okay. Are you serious? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. You got me on that one. Uh, all right, I, I'll <laughs> leave that one alone. I, I'll come up with a new one. Uh, <laughs> I'll come up with a new argument. But I, I is it about the brand or is it about generating revenue? The brands generate the revenue. The, the well, brand has to be there to generate the revenue. It's it's also market size. And look at the markets that you're in in this league. You're I, in I, you're, you're I, in Houston. You're in Dallas. You're you're in these those major are professional markets. sports markets. I, I don't. I don't. Again, I, there's not a brand that that excites the country in this. But new see, I, I we got to go. Eight twenty-five. This is ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see decreasing clouds today with very humid conditions. Again, plenty of sunshine this afternoon. Highs top out at 97 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. We fall to 72 and tomorrow partly cloudy, breezy and hot with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's Baylor and Oklahoma State Big 12 Baseball this weekend from Baylor Ballpark. Games Thursday at 6.30, Friday at 6.30, and Saturday at 3 for the Bears and the Cowboys. Bears, Cowboys, Big 12 Baseball this weekend in Waco. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. 
they do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $300. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. American Bank has been serving Waco since 1952 and we're just getting started. Hi, I'm President and CEO Dana Hassel. Over the past few years, we've been busy investing in new technology to give you the best banking experience possible. We've also expanded our downtown branch and built two state-of-the-art buildings at our Woodway and Bellmead locations. With bright open lobbies plus fast, personal, interactive teller machines, everyone in Waco is now just minutes away from face-to-face banking. Visit us today and see how we're invested in serving you at American Bank. Member FDIC. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, non-stop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an ARC support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. All right, 8.30, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by uh, Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Horn Frogs. Stephen, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for always having me on the show. I'm enjoying that uh, conversation on network and streaming. Last segment, a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Always good to talk to you all. So what are your thoughts? Do you see... The Big 12 of the network, do you see us going straight streaming? Is it pay-per-view? Where are we in five years, 10 years, 15 years from your from your seat? Oh, man, Tom, if I knew that, I'd probably uh, be working uh, somewhere else and be a lot richer than I am right now. But, <laughs> I mean, my best guess is I, I think Garrett is right um, in the fact that streaming is the way the world's going. But the interesting thing to me is, you know, Originally, the benefit of like streaming services was that, okay, if you want to cut the cord and get rid of cable, uh, obviously there's some things you're going to miss without live television, but you're going to be able to save a lot of money by just picking and choosing what you want to watch. 
but now there's so many different services and everybody kind of has their own platform. Um, but man, like that, that stuff really adds up. Like I know Bally sports is trying to launch like a Bally sports plus similar to ESPN. I saw the other day, at least initially they're thinking about asking $20 a month. And I mean, like I love the Rangers. I love the Mavericks. I want to watch those teams all the time, but golly, like, that's a lot of money for the content they're putting out. I think, I actually feel like the Big 12 and their deal with the ESPN Plus is intriguing and it works out pretty well. Now, I'll say that as somebody who just enjoys watching a lot of college baseball and softball, and that's been a good byproduct of what they've done. Um, I feel like they probably end up going with some sort of streaming service that, you know, hey, you pay this amount of money per month and you get all the third-tier right games that used to go to Fox and now goes to ESPN. Um, and schools kind of handle it in-house. But, yeah, I mean, Ward brings up a good point. If you're going to do those networks, you have to have the big dogs. And you look at, like, the Longhorn Network, it never really worked. Like, I think all these specific networks, I don't know with the SEC and the ACC, how they've done. They have their networks as part of the ESPN family. Um, obviously, I'm not the target audience for that. But it just seems like unless you want to watch, you know, some of those ancillary sports, um, on those services, there's not a huge demand unless they're going to start putting football on those those channels. And that's kind of the big question to me. I know the SEC Network has some games, you know, that get thrown on there, some 11 a.m. kicks. But unless you're going to start putting big football games on those uh, conference networks, I don't really know what the demand is, you know, outside of people who just really love Big 12 baseball and softball and, and the occasional basketball game here and there. Yeah, in, in final thought, we're, we'll move on. But, you know, with the league as big as it is in the SEC, they, they are able to get at least a couple of live play-by-plays uh, on, on football as well as their, their over-the-air stuff with, with ESPN and, and ABC. But anyway, uh, talk. let's talk some baseball. TCU now in first place in the Big 12 Conference, uh, sitting there at 16-8 and eight in the league, 32-18 and 18 overall. This has been a crazy, crazy season for Big 12 baseball. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on where the Frogs are right now. And talk to us a little bit about the cancellation with Tarleton. What was that about? Well, so uh, the cancellation is all about RPI. And this is something that Jim Sloshnagel did through the years. Uh, he actually did it at Texas A&M this year. I think they canceled the game with Incarnate Word. But um, essentially – like, I guess it's a risk-reward thing. If you somehow lose to Tarleton, then your RPI is going to drop pretty significantly. Even if you win, there's not much movement. And we're seeing this in college baseball. I wouldn't say it's like an epidemic or anything, but we've seen a number of midweek games midweek games canceled. Um, and I don't really know what the solution is. I, I've heard people like Kendall Rogers, who is kind of the authority on college baseball, covers for D1. He thinks the NCAA needs to step in and come up with some sort of solution. I mean, my thought on it is there's so many non-conference games throughout the season in baseball. It's not a huge deal to me if, you know, one at the end of the year gets canceled. Now, is it a bad look? Yeah. I mean, it's not It's not the best look in the world. When there's no, there's no impending weather, I mean, classes are over. There's no reason why you cancel that game except for the fact of, hey, we don't want to lose and, you know, hurt our chance at hosting or hurt a chance of getting a good seed. Um, so I'm not sure what the ultimate solution is. I, I guess coaches could not schedule games this late in the year. But, I mean, you look at a team like Baylor, um, they're trying. I mean, I don't think that win over SFA really helped their resume a lot last night. But they're trying to stack up as many wins as they can to give themselves a chance 
uh, at the end of the year, give themselves some, min- some momentum going into the Big 12 tournament at the very least. So you never know really where your team's going to be at that point in the season. But, um, yeah, it's just uh, an RPI cancellation. And as far as where they're at, I mean, they're in a pretty good place. Like, they swept Kansas. Um, man, that KU pitching staff really struggled. I know they have all year, but uh, TCU put 30 runs up on them on Saturday, which was insane. And so now they just sit and wait. You know, Texas Tech swept OSU, which was really surprising to me, even as good as Tech has been this year. Um, so they're hoping that Oklahoma can steal a game from Texas Tech. They're hoping that Baylor can steal a game from Oklahoma State and that they'll at least get a share of the Big 12 title. But they're playing Santa Clara starting on Thursday, so I'll be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. And I imagine that Kurt Starloose and the guys will be pretty uh, pretty focused. They might have their phones out looking at that scoreboard, checking those scores, seeing how – everyone else is doing. But for the last weekend of the season, they're in a pretty good spot. I mean, they just get to play a non-conference series and kind of watch the chaos unfold um, between Texas Tech and Oklahoma State and their respective series. Stephen, what were a couple of the biggest questions answered in spring football for for uh, Coach Dykes and that staff? Yeah, I think they uh, sort of solidified that defensive line a little bit. Um, you know, it looks like, a guy like Dominic Williams, who's a freshman, is going to step in and be an impact player immediately. They also brought in a few transfers they're trying to work in. Um, Dylan Horton, one of those defensive ends, had a good season. They, they got to find a way to replace the production of O'Shawn Mathis and Kyrie Coleman, who hit the portal in the offseason. I, I feel like offensively, um, you know, Gunnar Henderson was a player that emerged as one of those wide receivers that's going to be behind Quentin Johnston, uh, someone who could maybe make an impact on the slot. I feel like they have a lot of depth at their skill positions. Quarterback did not get answered, but I, I think the thing that's clear is that they're going to roll with somebody in the room. Um, so it's going to be either Chandler Morris or Max Duggan, but they didn't bring anyone else in. So uh, it's going to be someone in-house that does it. And I, I think those were the, the big questions. You know, there's a new energy. There's kind of a new intensity um, with a fresh face and Sonny Dykes. And I feel like a, a lot of those questions ultimately obviously won't be answered until they hit the field in September against Colorado, but uh, I do see some clarity and it seems like they're moving in, in the right direction at the moment. Well, I mean, it was a big day for Sonny Dykes yesterday. You land four-star Cordell Russell from North Mesquite, the wide receiver. Man, I, I've watched him play a few times in camps and stuff. He's He can make any catch. He's he's elite. What were your thoughts on being able to get that guy to come, uh, come on campus? Yeah, he looks like a grown man, Garrett. Like, he's, he's, he's a specimen. I've seen him in some camps, too, and um, he's already got a, a really good frame. I think it's significant. You know, the biggest deal about landing Cordell, he committed to TCU uh, when the new staff came over, and then he decommitted and sort of opened up his recruitment again, and they're able to land him one more time. So, one, I guess that makes you think, well, is he going to decommit again? We'll see what happens. There's still a lot of time before signing day. But I think the good news is Cordell is one of those players that a lot of people thought, oh, well, he's just coming to TCU because Rashad Samples moved over to Fort Worth because Coach Samples was big and getting Russell, um, you know, getting guys like Chance Biddle, who's on campus right now. There were a few others from that uh, Dallas area that had committed to SMU and just sort of moved their commitment over to TCU when the staff changeover happened. But um, now, of course, Rashad's gone to the NFL in LA and Cordell Russell is still on board. Uh, so it's it's good for the perception of the program i think it's also just good they they're finally starting to fill out this 2023 class you know garrett we talked a couple weeks ago about how just how small it is and it's still 
small compared to a lot of uh, teams in the Big 12, but they're at least starting to rack up some commits, and it seems like some momentum is getting built. And uh, I know you know covering recruiting, a lot of times these commitments kind of happen in bunches. If you need players that are already on board to sort of recruit the guys that are making decisions. So hopefully Cordell Russell can be uh, beneficial in that regard too. But, yeah, he's the headliner of this class now, and so they finally landed somebody who kind of, um, you know, you can point to and say this is somebody that a lot of teams wanted and, and TC was able to go get him. Stephen, we're bouncing you all over the place. Sorry about that. But we're going to take you back to baseball for just a second. Uh, the uh, Big 12 postseason tournament, the Phillips 66 Big 12 postseason tournament, it's been played in Arlington a couple of times. It's been played in, in Tulsa once. But for the most part, it, is, it has been in Oklahoma City for for pretty much the, the entirety of the Big 12 conference. However, this year it is back in Arlington. Uh, do you like the idea of moving the tournament around and, and letting different parts of the conference host that uh, that event? I mean, selfishly, I'm excited about it being in Arlington just because I'm going to go up there for a couple of days. It's going to be a fun atmosphere. I know playing that big league park will be a good experience for all of those guys. Uh, but, yeah, I'm okay with moving around. Oklahoma City was a great venue. It did a great job hosting that tournament for a long time. I think there's, uh, you know, a lot of special things about that ballpark, and there's – so much history there, uh, and and we'll see. I, I mean, I would imagine, you know, Arlington's really convenient um, just from a like kind of lodging perspective. The facilities are going to be great. We'll see what kind of hospitality the Rangers have, but uh, I would be cool with with bouncing it around. I think OKC has been there for so long; they deserve to get another crack at it. But man, it really feels like you know these these college sports. Um, programs and venues, they, they really like the idea of playing in these these pro arenas. That That's the case. And, you know, I know Globe Life has kind of dipped their toe in the water in college baseball with that opening season tournament they do. And then they had a couple just random series this year um, between different teams. So it feels like they're trying to be more welcoming to, uh, to college baseball and, and those teams as they open up the new ballpark. TCU track and field did real well at the Big 12 championships as Sprint Relay goes back-to-back for Big 12 titles. Top 25 for the first time in a while heading into Arkansas for the regions. This team has a chance to make some noise, and this 4 by 100 team really has a big opportunity sitting in front of them. Yeah, it's an exciting time, Ward. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, this is not historically a group that lately has been the top 25 a lot. And, Really, for CCU track and field, it's a program that's done well in some individual events, you know, especially some of the field events. They've had some long jumpers, some triple jumpers that have been to nationals and have made some noise, uh, but not so much in, in these team events and some of the sprint relays that, that you just laid out. So um, good for the program to get there. You know, I think it's, it's a big breakthrough in a way. And we'll see how they do stepping up in a level of competition. But, um, you know, it was nice to see them kind of step up there with the big dogs. Big 12 track is – is special. There's a lot of, obviously, you know, Baylor right there in Waco is always in the mix and um, Texas another. So it's good to see TCU kind of get up there in that mix as well. And that's one of those spring sports that, you know, it's been a big transition from the Mountain West, obviously, to Power 5 athletics. And I think not only from a football perspective, but more so some of the non-revenue sports, just trying to get the athletes in um, to, to compete. And we're finally starting to see that happen with track and field and, and with tennis and some other programs. Stephen, man, uh, what are you working on right now for the uh, for the podcast? 
Um, plenty of football coverage, obviously, still. We're, we're in off-season mode. And then, you know, baseball, getting ready for the NCAA tournament, come off that sweep of Kansas. Um, Non-conference series this weekend before postseason play starts. So, plenty of that as well. And it's Locked on Horned Frogs, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, thanks, guys, as always, for having me on. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Horned Frogs, 843. How many runs did TCU score in that series? 350 uh, or something? 30 in one game. I don't know. It was 30 to 3. 30 to 3. Holy moly. They had 300 yards of offense, Garrett. And <laughs> 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 I mean, 30 to 3. Wow. That's ridiculous. It, it, yeah. Uh, both directions. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a second to talk about Alan Sabios. Uh, we are in the Alan Sabios studios here this morning, and we appreciate uh, Ted Teague and his, his group for being a part of the program. You know, at Alan Sabios, uh, they're committed to taking care of their customers. That means having as much new inventory on hands for you to choose from. During the Memorial Day sales event that's going on, they've got a large selection of 2022 cars trucks, and SUVs to find the vehicle that's just right for you and your family. Hey, if you need maintenance or repair, I've told you this a million times, there's none better than the uh, than the gang at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They can take care of you and your vehicle. They're going to get you right back out on the road, safer than when you came back in. That's just how it rolls. Get it? It's how it rolls. Uh, we're uh, <laughs> They're having a, uh, you know, they're not about just selling your car. Never have been. They're about building a relationship where you and it's just it's a continuous continuous thing where when you think about a vehicle service maintenance uh, new vehicle pre-owned vehicle maybe that first kid for the team the first place you think of is Allen Sanders because you know Ted Teague and his staff have taken care of you a hundred times before and they're going to take care of you a hundred times after Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't know what to think about it all. I mean, I'm glad that the players get paid. Like, if you try to express anything like, this is out of control, the Twitter mob will come after you. Oh, my gosh, you want to hold down the players. Nobody wants to hold down the players. I don't think NIL was created to turn this into the Wild West. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquite jalapeno roasted corn, plus our their new Barria menu, exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Barria enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963, located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. 
The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, doctors Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today, Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Looking to buy, sell, or invest in residential, commercial, or farm and ranch property? Call Jeff Bird with Keller Williams Realty Advantage. With over 20 years in real estate, Jeff has the experience, knowledge, and know-how to help you navigate complexities of your real estate transaction. He has one goal, and that is to assist you in accomplishing all of your real estate needs. Jeff is the top agent for Keller Williams Advantage Waco since 2005, and he can put his system for success to work for you. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, call Jeff today at 717-6721 or go online at jeffbird.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. MCC is a win away from a return trip to the JUCO World Series. They beat Grayson 16-11 and Midland 13-12 to force the second title game against Midland at 1 o'clock today. Action at Baylor Ballpark tonight as the Bears host Stephen F. Austin for their final non-conference game of the year. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has been invited to the National Invitational Softball Championships in Fort Collins, Colorado. They get a first-round bye and will play Saturday against either Rutgers or San Diego. The Rangers cruise to a 7-4 victory over the Angels. Game two of that series tonight, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. The Astros not only lost to Boston 6-3, but starting pitcher Jake Odorizzi was carted off the field with a leg injury. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Day 49, we're 11 away from 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And we were going to talk about this, and we were trying to find a place to work it in. But it's interesting that our conversation led a lot today to about television, streaming, dollars and cents. Where are we going with live sports programming? Is it going to be over the air? Is it going to be cable-driven? Is it going to be is it going to be internet-driven? I mean, well... It was announced that uh, starting next year, the XFL will have all of its regular season games plus its playoff games and its championship game on ESPN and, and their family of networks, which will include ABC and, uh, and, and ESPN. And FX. Yes. So, and again, I think a lot of it has to do with what we were talking about a minute ago. These networks are – because people's lifestyles are different and, and they're not watching as much live television, uh, they're looking for content that will drive you to their network so you'll look at their so you'll watch their uh, mm-hmm. their commercials. Does the XFL do that for you? Not for me, but I'm telling you it that's will. why that's I mean, people are like me, I'm I'll tune in to He's a until, football junkie until they tune me out. Have you uh, did you tune in like when so you still watch the USFL right now? Unfortunately. I'll I'll still step in and I won't stay with it as long as I probably will something else. But I I do check it out every week just to see. And here's the flip side of that: if they're not showing you this, what are they filling that three hours with? You know, Brutus pulling you won't a Volkswagen. Watch the XFL, but I will. Right. And there's a lot of me's out there. The football junkie. Yeah. Yes. 
that it doesn't matter the you know quality of the quality. As long as it's, is, a, long as it's a football, Garrett, it's, it's he's a, gonna watch. It's, it's oblong and it's pigskin, and I love it. <laughs> He keeps looking for the uh, the Pop Warner uh, League on on ESPN oh, Six. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure. They need content, and and that's what it's about. You remember when ESPN first came on the air? I mean, they'd show you anything. They mm-hmm. show you lumberjack competitions. It they they need content, and that's why they did a deal with the XFL because they feel like that that content is going to be, you know, they'll have more viewership for that. Then whatever else they could put on in that in that window. Then a repeat of thirty thirty. Yeah, well, yeah. I kind of like those, by the way. Uh, all right. Yeah, uh, but I mean, once you've seen them, nah, you're not gonna... I get it. You can go back to ESPN Plus and watch them all day. No, I'm not. <laughs> he's not paying that five ninety nine. He's already told you that. All right, <laughs> pay enough for it. Just didn't. It'll you know, like Josh pointed out with our regular. Direct TV mm-hmm. or whatever, you're paying enough for it. I'm not paying them any extra. Well, I'm kind of a la carte nowadays. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a hip dude, dude. I mean, I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm there. It's, <laughs> you're laughing. Take 52. We're right back with more in a moment. Recently on Game Time. And we're joined now by Jeff Wilson from RangersToday.com. First of all, when you're talking about Willie Calhoun or Zach Rex, you're talking about the last guy on the team, the 13th position player out of 13. So I think you kind of have to put it in context there. How big of a deal is it? It's a big deal because he was the guy in the U Darvish trade. You know, one thing that thought Willie had outgrown was, for lack of a better word, his poutiness when something goes wrong. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Isbell Construction LTD, located in the Crawford area, is a family-owned and operated utility company that contracts for Texas telephone companies. Established in 1985, Isbell Construction LTD takes pride in their work and in their hometown. Isbell Construction LTD supports the local communities and the Crawford Lady Pirates. Isbell Construction LTD wishes the Lady Pirates a big win all the way to state. Go Lady Pirates! Waco has a gun show, and it's at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas, Saturday, May 21st, and Sunday, May 22nd. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the show where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Located 2801 West Waco Drive, the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, Saturday, May 21st, 9 to 5, and Sunday, May 24th, from noon to 4. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. MCC is a win away from a return trip to the JUCO World Series. They beat Grayson 16-11 and Midland 13-12 to force the second title game against Midland at 1 o'clock today. Action at Baylor Ballpark tonight as the Bears host Stephen F. Austin for their final non-conference game of the year. 
first pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has been invited to the National Invitational Softball Championships in Fort Collins, Colorado. They get a first-round bye and will play Saturday against either Rutgers or San Diego. The Rangers cruise to a 7-4 victory over the Angels. Game two of that series tonight, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. The Astros not only lost to Boston 6-3, but starting pitcher Jake Odorizzi was carted off the field with a leg injury. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, it is 8.55, five away from nine. This is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris coming up at three, and Matt Mosley will be here at uh, four o'clock this afternoon. All right, question for you. Nobody on the national front is giving the Mavericks a chance against Golden State. Are they right or are they wrong? Do they have a chance? Again, they're playing with house money. Who cares? I think that, look, Golden State's not much better than what you saw from Phoenix. I honestly had – I thought Phoenix would win it all. Um, I, did, I, did, I, I didn't yeah. think Dallas had a chance against I didn't Phoenix, either. So, I'm not going to count the Mavericks out. Um, do I think they – I don't know. I, I, I think they could win it. I'm not going to – I can't bet against them. I can't at this point. Well, I don't here, think you can either. And here's what I'll say, and I know what you just said about house money, and I get all that, but I'm telling you, you've got to you, – you, you could get the flu next year and, and all your guys I, – I, you've got a chance right now. Go put your foot on their throat and go win it. Go I, win I, it. I hope I, so. I, I think they have the, op- the opportunity and the attitude that they're going to go in. They're going to go in to win it, but if they don't, I'm not disappointed. Are they as good talent-wise as Golden State? Talent-wise, just on the floor. No. My five against your five. No. Here's the thing, though, that to me is going to be important in this series because if you watch Golden State, especially Draymond, they're going to go at you. They're going to try to get in your head. Can you keep Luka's composure under control? Who knows? (laughs) That's the thing. Who knows? Interesting. Tonight, 8 o'clock, Golden State, game one of the uh, best of seven. That's it for us. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas.